Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. We're conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let us know. Uh, and show your face and let us know that you're a newcomer. We promote we promote people who are newcomers. Hey, Google, stop. Chitra? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, Actually, this is question is uh, about my daughter. Uh, she's in college and uh, uh, she got a uh, academic integrity violation notice from the university saying that mm-hmm. uh, she had an online exam, a proctored exam. And during the exam, uh, she turned her face uh, to the right side of her computer screen. And uh, they are telling that she Ma'am, typed in I am an, I, I am an immigration lawyer so t- is this is she yeah, on student so visa my question is this this one uh, is there any impact will it impact her immigration what visa status she is in right now she is on h4 she is on h4 no i don't think so it will impact it no impact to the green no. card no I'm not expecting it. Okay. Okay. okay thank you. Ne- next person, please. DG. DG. Hey, Rahul. Uh, hi, Grafman. Uh, so my question is regarding uh, advanced parole. Uh, I'm working for employer A on my H-1B status. I'm working for employer B on uh, EAD. Uh, so, would my H-1B be terminated or is H-1B still valid with employer A? Technically, it's not. It's not valid anymore. Okay. It's, it's not question? valid? No. Because once you use the EAD, oh. you are an EAD. Okay. But it is... Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it's with a different employer, though. I know, but you are—you can't be an EAD and H-1B. If you want to change to H-1B, you can do one thing. You'll have to leave the country and you have to come back into the country again. Okay? So you can do to by H-1B? going to Mexico. Yeah. And then once you come back, then you cannot work for two companies. Okay, and, and I'm actually planning to... Sorry, You're actually I, planning to? I, I'm actually planning to go to India and come back through AP. 
Um, so if if I come back through AP, uh, and uh, would my status be completely turned to EAD? You're or, already turned. You're uh, already in EAD, ma'am, right now. You're not on H1B. Okay. 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 Next Even if my employer. Okay. Even if your employer, what? Let's go to the next caller, uh, Gadri. Sure, Hi, yeah. good afternoon, Rahul. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Asna? sir. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, good afternoon. So I have my I-94 extension, but I also want to relocate to another state. So my question is, uh, should I do first my I-94 extension at the current address and then change it? Or can I do both together? What do you mean you have an I-94 extension? I didn't understand what do you mean by I-94 extension. So is my visa... Ending? So you're, no, when no, is I, your H-1B... You're on H-1Bs, right? Yes. Yes. And when my, is your H-1B visa, expiring? My visa stamped visa is until January 2023. But my I-94 is only until March 2022. So it's just three months from now. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I want to ex I want to extend my I ninety four, but also I want to relocate to another state. So, uh, my question is like, you know, should I do it together or should I first extend so that my current at least I get my I ninety four for till the current visa, and then well, I why should change. you do why should you do two things at two different times? You can club them together and do it at the same time. File an amendment plus extension. You can do that. Okay, so amendment and so if I do an amendment and extension, will I get the extension only until 2023 or will it get extended for? No, it can get extended even more also. It can be extended to whatever you're eligible for. If you're eligible for three years, it will be extended all the way to 2024. Okay, but that would be from now, 2025. Not, okay, so so if I file extension uh, as well as uh, Amendment. So, but but amendment. But my visa is already stamped until twenty twenty three January. So that, that has, doesn't matter. That is that doesn't matter. That doesn't okay. matter. And and my wife and my kid also got the ice. They did not get a stamping on the passport, but they have I seven nine seven only until March twenty twenty two. So for them also it will take care, right? Yeah, you could, you should file the extension for them also. Okay. And one more last question, sir. So my daughter passport is expiring this year until November 2022. So should I first get a new passport for her and then file? Did you say November 2022? Yeah. Yes. You don't need to. The passport has to be valid on the day you're filing the extension. It doesn't have to be valid until the H4 expires. So even though it's valid only until 2022, she is eligible to get the I, I, I-94 until 2020, whatever time period that you're eligible for. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Sunil? Hi, Rahul. Um, I applied my uh, change of state, I-485, EAD and AP under EB3. Uh, my priority is July 2012. Uh, looks like dates have moved back and looks like the EB2 has a better trend based on the date of filing. Mm -hmm. So should I file for EAD and AP again when I refile under EB2? I always will do it. You have nothing to lose, no filing fees. Lawyers don't charge extra when they file the EAD advance parole. If you are refiling the 485, I would strongly recommend you do file EAD in advance parole. Oh, okay. Is it better to file in uh, refiling versus uh, interfile? 
that's a tough question. I cannot answer yes or no to it. Okay. I will tell you to watch the video if you have not watched it. I just made only on that. Okay. Well, last question, right? So I applied for EB2 140. I know that for the second one, we don't get the premium. So how long should I wait before I can attempt a premium processing? Uh, I'm sorry? Premium processing for the second I-140. I already have EB2 uh, approved. I mean, 140 approved under EB3. Now I have applied mm -hmm. for 140 under EB2. Um, mm -hmm. Should I go immediately for premium processing or should I wait for a couple of months? I would go for premium processing. Oh, okay. Thanks. I would go for premium processing. Thanks, Rahul. I would get the I-140 out of my way. Okay. Next person, please. Nandana Rao. Hi, um, I have two questions, three questions. So first thing is, um, I'm planning to go to Canada and uh, are they uh, consulate, is it accepting the appointments? Are they keeping them? No, ma'am. If you're a third country nationals, they're not. Very rarely we get to see, even if they do, they are canceling those appointments very frequently. Okay, so because, because normally, normally mm -hmm. consulates are there to serve the particular country. If they have some vacancy, they will take the other people. Right now, there is a lot of rush with the local people. They're not promoting third country nationals. So if I go from the US to Canada, I won't get the, I have an appointment in December 2nd. You already have an appointment? Yes, I do. Yeah. If, if you do, you can go. Okay, Very they rarely can... they are giving. They will. There is a chance they may cancel it. There is a chance for it. Okay. How many days would I know? Like in advance, would they let us know or something? They will let you know in one week in advance at least. Okay. But if you have an appointment, you can go, ma'am. You can go. Okay. And um, now that I'll go for an H4 stamping, and we have our uh, 485 AD, AP, all of that filed. So would there be any uh, impact on that? Because my stamping will be done here if I cross the border and come back. Technically speaking about your advanced parole is considered to be denied if you leave the country. Though, Once you come back, you can apply for the advanced parole approval. One more, uh, sorry, advanced parole action. One more uh, advanced role. With regards to the adjustment of status and EAD, they will continue processing. They will not hamper any, it will not hamper any chances. Okay. Okay. And the last question is, my husband also is planning to get his uh, stamping done on December 16th. He has an appointment as well. So is it okay now to go? He's on an H1 and he works with a very reputed company. He can, but you, just because the reputed company, there is no guarantee. If you both guys get stuck, your 485 is gone to hell. Okay, so it suggests not to go out of the country now. Obviously, I would like to get the advance parole before you do anything. Okay. Okay. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Raji. Hi, Rahul. Um, I'm Raji. Uh, I am trying to, I'm in H1B. I'm trying to convert to H4. Uh, I'm trying to use automatic uh, revalidation by crossing Canada border. Do I need a tourist visa to do that? That's my first question. And the second question is, I have a new passport because my old passport is uh, expired. So I read online that we cannot um, uh, use uh, automatic revalidation with the new passport. Is it so? Hello? Hello, Rahul, you have to unmute yourself.
Hi Gayatri, my was my question audible? I mean, I'm not able to hear anything. Oh yes, ma'am. Give me a minute. Okay. Uh, sorry, you. Um, sorry, ma'am, for the technical difficulty, Raji. You said you change the passport. You're telling that automatic revalidation is not. You're not eligible because your passport is changed right now. Is that what you said, ma'am? Yeah. Um, the first question is, uh, do I need a Canada tourist visa to cross the border and to use the automatic revalidation? The second you question to, is, uh, are you good to go to go to Canada? You need to have a visa. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So the, a second. Okay. The second question is like, uh, do I need my? I have a new passport because my old one got expired. So, uh, will automatic revalidation work with the new passport because it does not have any stamping? That's fine. It will work, ma'am. Oh. It will not. Oh. You will not have any problem. Okay? okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Next. Tanisha. Yes. Hello, Rahul. Thank you for giving me the chance to ask question. Mm -hmm. So my question is actually my green card got approved last week and mm -hmm. I was actually in the process of changing my job in EAD. So mm -hmm. now that I got my green card, is it will it be risky for me to change the job right now? Absolutely not. You can flip a burger. You can be a Microsoft CEO. You can be a lawyer like me. You can sit at home. I read a lot of forums. They were saying they might revoke That's and all. Really not true at all. Uh, there is a video we made last week, if I recall. Um, one second. Uh, let me look into that video to see. Sure. Uh, the last week video is uh, is. Uh, give me one second. Mm -hmm. uh, I want you to watch the video for the first uh, 15, 20 minutes, ma'am, okay? Okay. Very clear to you uh, on what can be done, what cannot be done. You can do anything, I mean, practically anything. Um, the only thing that I request you not to do is don't sell weed, don't take weed, don't do anything like that, okay? okay. <laughs> so there's no problem, right? No chance yeah. of revoking? No, no chance. Okay. okay. I've never seen that in my life. Okay, thanks, thanks. Rahul. Yeah. Anju? Hi Rahul, this is Anju here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, last week I had logged in, but I could not finish my question. So I thought I'll just log in again today. Sure. So our priority date is uh, 2012 June. And um, with the same employer, we had EB2, uh, I-140 approved. And last uh, October, we, we downgraded to EB3. And our biometrics is done. Our I-140, EB3, I-140 is approved as we up, uh, upgraded to premium. And since the dates have moved back, so so we I watched that video and I realized that we can do interfiling. But my question is, we are going for vacation in December, so we will make use of our uh, parole, right? Advanced parole. I'm mm -hmm. a derivative. So once we come back, we both will be in EAD status, right? That's right. So still, we will be uh, will be uh, eligible for interfiling, right? Yes, ma'am. Uh, so Refiling and interfiling are two different things. Okay. Okay. If you want to refile, you have to, you cannot use the EAD. If you want to um, interfile though, even though if you use the EAD and advanced parole, you can interfile. But one thing is, if you change the company, 
you move to a different company, you cannot interfile though. Okay, we are not planning to change the company. If you don't change the company, you can interfile. At least uh, I am the derivative, but the primary is not going to plan to change the company. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can do anything you want to. We are only speaking about primary applicants. Okay, one more last question. So we are interfiling. And so in that time also, our, our EB3, EAD and parole will be valid. Like, so we can travel again. Absolutely, you can. We won't be in out of status or something. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You okay. won't be. Okay. That's all. That's all my question today. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Sridhar. Yeah. Hello, Rahul. So I have one question. So my family is on H4 status. Okay. And they're planning to go to India next week, next month. And they, we have the visa till uh, February 22. And um, our employer is not yet started the H1 renewal. So they can go and come back on the existing visa. They, they are going on H4, is right? H4, yeah. And when are they planning to come back? Uh, on the December month only. December first week, they will go. So and December. Problem. Once they come back, you can file exchange. Okay. So, uh, so when, they are, uh, when they are out of the country, we can. So your concern is that since they only have stamping for two months, yes. they be come into United States on H4. Is that your question? Yes, correct. Absolutely. And if they ask, what are you going to do after two months? She can tell, I'm going to extend my H4 after I came into United States. They can tell oh. that. Okay. Okay. And uh, so when they are in, out of the country, we cannot uh, file the renewal, right? No, you cannot. You have oh. to be in the country to file them. E okay. Even you can file yours. Once they come in, you, they can file hers afterwards. There's no need oh. to join together though. Okay, sure, sure. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Chandrasekhar. Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I have one question. Like, for, my wife is on H4. Uh, so last year, July 2020, we applied for her I-539. And early this year, uh, she had to travel to India on a family emergency. And she came back on uh, October 26th with a valid visa. So she went for a stamping on H1 uh, I-797A and she got her stamping done and she entered into the country on October 26th. On 27th, we received an email saying that her uh, last year file I-539 was rejected uh, because she uh, did not uh, went for her biometrics and uh, we, we even I was not in the country, so we didn't respond to anything okay. to the RFP. So only thing I have now is now she has a valid I-94 and uh, valid stamping on the passport, but do, is there anything that we need to inform back to USCIS saying that this is what happened with us and we are here with a valid No, return. you don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything. It, it, it's it's by naturally, uh, it's got abandoned, right? I mean, it's got denied because... That's uh, fine. You don't know. You have the... She has the H4. She's valid valid legal status until I-94 expires. She doesn't have to worry about the denial. Uh, you don't have okay, to do fine. anything for the denial. Okay. The reason I was asking this question is we, I'm planning to apply for an EAD for her. Uh, I got my 140 approved uh, last year and I want to apply for an EAD. So there won't be any problem with that, right? Absolutely no problem, sir. Okay, fine. Yeah, thanks a lot, sir. That's the next question. Kirti? Yeah, hi, Rahul. How are you? Good, good, good. Yeah. So my question is, I just need to determine uh, which status I am in. It's kind of a, a tricky situation. I will just tell the sequence so that you can able to answer. Uh, I, I was in H-1B status and I filed my L-2 and EAD petitions on May 27. And after that, I changed employer uh, using H-1B receipt. 
my L2 got approved on uh, August 11th. Okay, uh, with an wrong with wrong uh, cost uh, cost effective date. So later then my H1B uh, got wait, 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 what your L2 is approved when uh, on August uh, 30. 2021 yeah that's right august 30, and it is valid until what uh next year uh 20 uh 22 october is it a, uh, you had the ead also along with it no no ead is still pending actually okay and uh um h1 transfer which uh i filed right that has been approved recently last month around uh October uh, 30. So, mm -hmm. what is my uh, status now? Is it you're in H1B because the latest approval is H1. Okay, and uh, the EAD is still pending, right? Uh, so, will it get will it get chance of processed or uh, will it get? It will get processed. It will get processed. It may get processed. Um, okay. it, there's a good chance it will get processed. And if you okay. want to move to L2 visa, all you need to do is go to Mexico and come back. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. I need to uh, move out of the country and come back. That's, it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thanks. Next, next person, please. Vasundar. Hey, uh, I, hey Rahul. Thank you for answering my question. Uh, uh, so I have an approved I-140 from um, a previous employer. This was like 10 years back, right? So uh, I kept switching jobs and... Um, uh, and my green card date is current now. My current employer has actually started um, my perm process, right? So it's in, it's filed and it's it's kind of waiting for it to be adjudicated, right? Uh, I have an exceptional offer in India, so I, I want to like I'm seriously considering moving back to India. But I think I just do want to have the option of coming back. Will I be able to use the approved on I one forty from? Um, the previous employer that was filed 10 years back, if I want to come back, I need to find an employer who's willing to sponsor H1B. That's a, that's a, that's a different problem. But, but we already we, know that. Yeah. Um, there is a chance. I mean, we haven't seen any denials when the final action date is current yet. We haven't seen. There is a chance you may only get up to one year of H1B though, instead of three years. Got it. So for, because the date is current, right? That old I The final action date. The reason why they are giving you the H1B extension beyond six years is because your green card is backlogged, but your green card is not backlogged. It's that you are not pursuing the green card option. So that's the reason they may restrict. But since you're no longer working for that company though, you can request it and we haven't seen any problem, any denials, but they may issue only one year of H1B instead of three years. Got it. And then you'll have to sort of do an extension or file a new so In the meantime, product. once you come in here, you can file a labor and I-140 and keep extending the H-1B every one year. And once the labor is approved, you can file the 485. Got it. Got it. Okay. okay. Got it. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Shrikant. Hello. Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Shrikant. Hello, sir. Sir, I have a question. Um, uh, I have a priority date of uh, 2014. Uh, I got, I and my wife got advanced payroll and uh, uh, EAD. Um, my wife has a, pri uh, has a priority date of uh, 2011 August. Her dates are current <coughs> and uh, her I-485 decision, I mean, it can come in a few months to a few weeks. We don't know mm -hmm. that. It's a Texas service center. So my question is, uh, right now, my EAD advanced payroll is up for renewal. Um, I'm considering it's taking six to eight months. If I renew 
apply, I mean, if I apply for the renewal of my EAD and advanced payroll, will it anyway affect my wife's green card I-485K? Like, will I be considered as an EB3 EAD or something like that just because I, I'm renewing it? No, sir. You, just because you're renewing it, you're not getting married to it. Uh, that's my question. Am I getting married to that EB3? No, no you're not getting You're not getting married to it. Just by renewing it, by using it, you'll be getting married. Yes, yes. Not yes, by sir. renewing it. Okay. And my second question, sir, what is the right time to renew, sir, considering my wife is spending? And... Six, so, six months. 179 days. Six months. Okay. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. That Next person. Question. Thank you very much. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Rama. Yes, Mr. Rama. Uh, Rahul, uh, my both H1 got approved in change of status, one in non-profit and other in uh, lottery. Mm -hmm. And um, the non-profit, uh, the profit H1, the start date is from October 1st. Mm -hmm. And the non-profit H1, actually, it got I got the RFE and it was approved later. So, but the start date of um, non-profit H1 is 823. Mm -hmm. Keep going. Uh, the start date of uh, is 823, 21, and the profit H1 is October 1st. Mm -hmm. So now, what is my starting start date? Well, does a passport stamping of your student visa expired or is it valid? It's a uh, valid. Student visa. Oh, sorry, it's expired. Sorry, expired. Okay. Um, that's a tough question, though, because it's whatever is approved the latest, but then both are H-1Bs, though. Both um, applied as change of status. Both, both applied as change of status. Both are H-1Bs. I would, uh, I would just go to Mexico and come back. But I need stamping, right? You don't need stamping. It's called automatic revalidation. Um, and Gayatri is going to give a link to you. You don't need visa stamping to come back into the United States. If you go to Mexico and Canada, though, if you go to India or if you go to England, you need it. So then, because I don't have an answer, the easy answer is when you come back, so whichever one you want, they'll allow you to come into. And one question. So it, um, earlier I speak with you, so you gave, um, so at non-profit in the lottery H1, there, uh, the emperor he ran. I mean, I was on leave with the non-profit because it's in it's an query, mm -hmm. so it, it got approved. So I switched to that emperor, and he he ran payroll for me. Uh, uh, so so for a period in the Navo October, you you got payroll from the for-profit company. Yes, for both companies I got payroll, but in non-profit I was on leave. I have okay. emails, everything. I was okay. not doing any productive work, but okay. I got my PTOs. So, okay, what's your question now? So, now I have both payrolls. Do you think anything, in, um, does it make a problem? You're continuing getting both payrolls? I didn't get it, sir. Are you getting both paychecks at the same time right now? Uh, not right now, but uh, uh, in October, I got both both paychecks at the same time. But you said that you were on leave in October, is right? Yeah, I was on leave for non-profit. That's, um, That's fine. If, so, you're only getting paid for one company at one time. But I had two payrolls because they're... Well, you told me that that's fine. I mean, they're for a leave period, they have given you some money for the leave period though. But you did not work for two companies at the same time. No, sir. So you're good. I don't see any problem in it. 
so in future can i use my non profit h1b uh, uh, lottery h1 if i switch to non profit yes you can because you were for a period of time work for the for profit and you got counted towards the h1b you have the pay slips from the company you can i don't see any problem in it do you want me to go to canada this weekend and call mexico and come back that will be much easier to solve all the problems so because i'm unable to determine which h1b you are in so just go to mexico and then you'll come back in the non profit university one um, non profit one and then you're good and then you can convert into for profit at a later time okay the non profit i started yesterday working um uh, i started yesterday the non profit one i was started okay. that's fine like friday i got approval but the start date is a, as i said 823 we already you already told me let's go to the last caller thank um, you thank you somebody was asking for automatic revalidation car is allowed there Sir, are some restrictions for the in ds160 like in let's ds160 go, let's watch. go to the next person no in ds160 what should i have i have an i have uh, hi rahul uh, uh, thanks for taking my call uh, actually like uh, we downgraded to eb3 and we filed uh, 485 ap and uh, ead and we got receipt notice uh, i140 is also we got receipt notice i just want to check like uh, when is the best time to upgrade it to premium and my priority date is 2011 september right now if you so got a receipt notice immediately you after get... getting receipt notice we can uh, try for absolutely yeah mm-hmm. okay so will there be any charges i mean i mean i know like 2500 but like attorney fees and and all that depends on the lawyer that depends okay, so we so... normally charge 100 dollars because of course we have to do the paperwork right, right, right. so but i don't know some lawyer is charging 300 dollars is they are fine too i mean another uh, attorney or like some of uh, forums like mentioned uh, waiting uh, for one or two months is uh, no sir no sir just do it immediately okay. keep doing uh, okay. thank you guys i have another appointment so i'll take the last caller today uh, and don't forget that we do have a youtube and facebook live and we take live questions there too for a period of 1 hour from 5 to 6 i'll take the last caller guys hi rahul Yeah, hi Rahul. Can you hear me? I'm James. Yes. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So uh, we hear from Vastin Banias tweets that like in EAD incidental status for L2 will be coming soon. So my mm-hmm. question is regarding that. If it comes through, how do I deal with my L2 extension? Like, is it recommended I can go to Mexico or India for stamping? And uh, you can do that, or you can extend it. Uh, you can extend it in United States too. So either way, I mean, if if yeah um based on i didn't see we are also part of the litigation though but i didn't see exactly yeah i'm part how, of that class litigation lawsuit um okay yeah so we this is not these people are doing outside the preview of the class action lawsuit though they are making the announcement so that um so that they they look very good in front of the people the uscis um so we'll have to see on thursday how they make it though uh, most probably the way i am looking at it is if you have a i539 approval 797 you're good or if you have a passport stamping and you come into united states you're good you don't need to apply for ead that's what i'm looking but i'm expecting a announcement probably tomorrow oh sorry on thursday i'm expecting a statement from the usas 
Yeah, so irrespective of that, see my condition is like I've already applied for my EAD along with my L2 extension. And in mm -hmm. this case, I'm not going to benefit because uh, my EAD approval is still not done. And that's what matters to me rather not than- Not EAD approval, but your I-539 approval is not done yet, yeah. Yes, so how do I make that happen? If suppose incident to status comes- oh, you, can, you, can, you can just go to, you can go to India or you can go to Mexico or get the stamping done and that will be good enough for you. So should the L1 accompany or I can go alone and do that? No, L1 doesn't have to accompany. Okay. As long as the L1, L1 is approved, you, you're good. Okay, so even if my visa is expired, I can go or is it like I will not be allowed to come back? If my L2 is valid only till November end, as of now. If your L2 is valid only till November end, if you're, but the L1 is valid for three, four years, is right? Yeah. Three years or two years or whatever. Two you years, take yeah. your husband's L1, you okay. go to consulate, you get the stamping, you come back in, then you're good. Okay, so I can go to Mexico. Uh, I can apply online and go to Mexico. Is It's not you, a risk, right? Mexico or Canada. No, okay. it's not a risk. I mean, the general risks that are there in L2 are there, but nothing special risk for you just because you are going without your husband, uh, L1 stamp. There are no, no extra risks there. So one more question is, if the automatic extension comes, if they announce it, will it be immediately like uh, implemented or it will we'll, take a few let's, months? Let's wait. Let's wait for two more days. We're expecting on Thursday, okay? Oh, okay. And another one more question can I ask? Like, this is my husband has applied for the I-140 in June. So mm -hmm. um, how much are, is the current timeline for EB-1 status? Like uh, EB-1C. Did you file 485 also? Manager, ex, uh, yeah, ex, his manager category. Did you, did, you, did you file the 485 also or you did not? No, not yet. It's about one and a half year right now. Oh, because one of my friends, they got it in six months. Some people, some people are oh, getting okay. into six months, but uh, the processing time is about one, half, one and a half year. But right I hear now. there is no premium processing for our category. Is that correct? There is no premium processing. But why didn't you file the 485 also though? No, because I had my birth certificate, some mismatch issue. So we're waiting. So can we file it right away now along with this? Yeah, you can. You can. And you will can it be faster in that case? What faster? I mean, like, will I well, get the I-140? Yeah, and the uh, GC uh, green card. Well, I mean, you'll be well, well advanced. Instead of filing it one year from now, you'll file right now. Your green card will be adjudicated most probably at the same time and the I-140 will be adjudicated. Okay, so okay. I can give it now in between, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you, guys. Next conference call will be tomorrow. Don't forget that we have a YouTube and Facebook Live from 5 to 6. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.